Welcome to Buffy Lagani winning the final battle, fair and unsquared. This is Saratova Best. We are in a hugely important today. Day today is the day we're connected to to um, we'll connect the Chitas to Buffy Lagani. Today is the day when Makas Chayshef begins. You look in the Chumash, the darkness begins. In the world, they started saying that last week about what's going on in the U.S. and in the rest of the world. They call it the 10 days of darkness without having done Chitas or learned the Chumash. So we just want to see what the Kayach is of today and how that pulls, that connects with Basi Lagani as we move forward towards Yud Shvat. So here we see that... Um, that Hashem says to Maishu Rabbeinu, stretch out your arm over the heavens and there will be darkness over Mitzrayim. And what happens with the darkness? The darkness becomes actually palpable. It's so thick. The darkness, it's so dark, more than the natural dark of light, and it becomes very, very, very dark and very thick. So we understand this is literally the moment we have fallen into in history where today is what the Chumash says and we are falling into a darkness that's so palpable, the Yamish, from the word Mamish, Mem Mem Shin. Now, we know what is Mem Mem Shin for us. We're approaching at the end of the week, the whole week is about one and only thing, Yud Shvat, Shivim Shana. 70 years. And everything that's happening in the world and in the United States with the, their Nasius presidency is all der, derivations of the real event, which is Yud Shvat Shivim Shana this Shabbos at the end of this week. Everything else is a detail of that truism, that truth. So if the darkness became mamash, it became palpable. The Yamash Chayshech, as it says in the Chumash, Mem Mem Shin stands for Mem Mem Shnersen. So it became palpable. So it's interesting that in the same moment when we're approaching Yud Shvat, 70, which there's so much to say about that in the next few days, at the same time, the darkness seems to be get, becoming much thicker and much more tangible. And so, and one other detail, and we'll see the Basilagani. So, Maishar being stretched his hand towards, some, towards the heaven, and there was a thick darkness for three days. So, we know the thick darkness for three days was they could not see each other. And then, there was the next three days when they could not move. We're just going to say a little thought that since Purim, we have not been able to see each other because of our masks, our social distancing, our quarantine, etc. So what does that have to do with that? I don't know. Maybe it's the first phase of the darkness. And maybe, this is just a hypothesis. Hypothesis is a lot weaker than the theory. Maybe now we're entering the second part of Makas Chayshech, when it's not only that you can't see each other, but this one can't move and that one can't move. And what we're looking at is the capital of 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 Har Esav, 
Capitol Hill, up the mountain. It says, Va'alu Mashim Ba'alhar Esav. And we're go, they're going up, Lishpat is Har Esav, to judge Har Esav. We're going through moments in which Esav is being judged and brought to a whole new level. He needs to come over to the side of truth. And it's all focused around this Wednesday, Erev Yudshvat, up in the hill, on the hill of Esav, where the Nasius, the presidency, is going to somehow take place or not play, take place in the week that's funneling its kayak into Yud Shvat. This hill going up to the mountain, Har Esav. And the interesting thing is, maybe we've entered the second phase of darkness, because it's a lot darker than it ever was before. It was always very dark in the world, but we didn't know. We didn't know who was doing what. All of a sudden, we're entering a phase where everything becomes declassified. And all the dark, ugly, disgusting news becomes declassified and anybody can find it out. Now, that would be the second, in my opinion, the second phase of darkness in which not only before that you couldn't see each other. You didn't know who was doing what. On the contrary, before that they got away with things you could see. Now, the first three days of darkness, you can't see each other. You don't know who's doing what. But then the second phase of darkness can't move in or out. So here we have the city of the Nesias of Asaph, it's called Washington, and no one can get in or get out. Whoever's inside can't get out, and whoever's outside cannot get in. What's all that about it? Have we entered the second phase of darkness, which very quickly then comes to, includes with it, for all the hidden, there was light. In there, there was light. So we remain in light, while all this craziness and everything hits the fan in in these days leading up to Yud Shvat. So let's just look at Bafi Lagani for a couple of minutes. Um, in Pashin Mem Aleph, in, in, in paragraph Vav, it's saying, the Rebbe is saying, we have to understand when we're talking about victory, because for, for a few days in Bafi Lagani, we're talking about victory. The king wants to win. We see that with Melech Malchayim Lachim, Hashem. We see that with Mashiach. And we see that Lahavdil now in Esav. Both sides of Esav, Esav as he appears in goodness, and Esav as he appears in corruption, both of those Esavs want to win. So you can't say up above there's, a, there's the union of Nesach and of victory in the heavenly realm. Because when you talk about victory, that means people. This this man, this person wants to win over the other person. You can't say that Hashem wants to win. He doesn't have any. Who's he going to win over? You can't say that. You can't say that that exists above for Hashem. Who would dare to stand? and oppose Hashem that would have to, that Hashem would actually have to be victorious against those who would fight Hashem? Well, that's a good question, but isn't it interesting? <coughs> the Rebbe Rashad said, in Tafshin Samach Aleph, Tafshin Samach Aleph in 1901, that there will be 50 years of those who fight the footsteps of Hashem. 
and 50 years of those who fight the footsteps of Mashiach. It ended 9-11. Then when the Rebbe Rashab left the world, was nostalgic. That hundred years ended just before the summer, last year, Erev Pesach, in the year 2020. So who is it who would stand up to against Hashem, that Hashem has to be victorious against him? Melech Malchem Lachem HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yomer Hashem, does one have, does Hashem have to fight? He has to be determined to win over them? Who are they? And all the negative stuff and all the evil people and evil things that they do, it's a joke. It's a little nothing compared to Hashem. And the Rebbe Marash explains that it's a tzedakah, that Hashem, in the Mimer that explains it's tzedakah, that Hashem spreadeth out throughout the entire world. We live among the nations. Is that good or bad? It's good. Because on that it says, Netzach Yisrael is Hashem. In his victory march, Lo Yishaker will not lie. There's no place for fraud and lies when it comes to Netzach Yisrael. When it comes to Hashem's victory march and victory and, and determination to be victorious, to build the third base of Migdash and be down here in this world, there's no place for fraud. There's no place for lies. And it's Dafka. Which part of Hashem leaves no room for that? For fraud and stolen elections and, and corruption. Which part of Hashem? When Hashem steps into the role, when he calls himself, himself Netzach Yisrael, there is no place there for corruption, fraud, evil, horrible stuff. There's no room for it. It has to evaporate. It's, it, it, you, the, Hashem can come down into the world and bathe the world in the energy of Nesach Yisrael and in that world there's no place for all the ugly corruption that has to be cleaned up now. That's a different way of cleaning it up. List them all up to the place where they're like, what were we thinking? Why would we want to do all this fraud and corruption? So will that happen? We don't know. But Netzach Yisrael Dafka, the Netzachan who Bishvil Yisrael, the victory is for the Jews, the Jewish people. Because, and we'll end with this, we, the Jewish people, have the union of Nesach. We are called Adam for, because of the name Adam, Adam Elyon. And because of this, we are called Adam. And because we are, we, the Jewish people, you can't say that up above Hashem really needs victory. He doesn't need victory. He is victory. But we as his representatives down here, we do need victory. And we do need to pursue victory. And we do need to infect the world with truth. And we create victory for Hashem above through our determination to bring about victory of truth and knowledge of Hashem.
And in this way, lo yashakar baliyanachim. In this way, there is no place for falsehood, for lies, for fraud, for corruption. As it is explained in the Indian of Netach in Oratara of the Semachtetic, in Parshas Precious. So we're moving to that moment. We're looking forward to, number one, bringing the whole world to recognize that this week is about one thing and one thing alone. Yod Shvat. Everything else. American president, all of this is all a detail of Yod Shvat. It's all being funneled into Yod Shvat. And it's our determination to fill the world with that kavana and to realize there's nothing else happening. It's Yod Shvat. There's no room. Lo yashakir. It's our determination. There's no place for lies. In, we're, we're entering a world in which there's no place for falsehood. It's only truth. And we are going to infect all of Asa, the whole world, with the deter- determination to have, one, have a world that's nothing but truth, knowledge of Hashem, and with Hashem as the king. And the malchut of Hashem to came. And may it be that we should find ourselves in the Gulamitis Vashlema, this Yud Shvat, 70 years, Ayin of Kedusha, visibility of holiness, the truth, Hashem Achad, Rishma Yachat.